CSB is always right. Hello and welcome to episode number 41 of Unrelenting for September 9th, 2022. Two old guys just hanging out in the playground. That seems very... Oh my God, that's, that's just wrong. That's I just know, wrong. I know, but it's Zencaster. It's at the, what it says at the top of the screen, we're in the playground. That is not for old guys. It should say like the strip club or something. It should not say playground. It, it just has a weird vibe to it. Come on, Zencaster. Although they're from somewhere else, right? They're not Amer- an American company. They're like Swedish or something, I think. Aren't they? Or are they an American guy? I mean, who would ever want to hang out in the playground? Nobody. And now, have you left the playground? It says click allow. Okay, now Gene has totally exited out and something crashed and died. Hello. Now, okay, what happened? It like disappeared. I, I clicked something and something happened. <laughs> this is this is tech at its heart. I this cl- is great. This is awesome. <laughs> I clicked something and something happened. You would I be one of those people calling statement. support for uh in you know whatever company it is and be like, okay, sir, can you explain the problem to me? Yes. I, I clicked, clicked something, something and something, something happened. happened. <laughs> yeah. Fix it. You know, to be fair, I had that problem with bill o'reilly's website and it's pissing me off his people are idiots wow harsh i know there is uh on his website which part of his thing is subscription based to access his video program and my parents like to watch him and once the uh pandemic started i start watching him because most other news sucks and he's been okay pretty good with a lot of stuff but it was I think I just think it's the Irish bias in you. It very well could be. It very well could be. But we were coming up on the renewal time and he's got mm-hmm. a new book which is coming out at the end of this month and I'm like okay, I want to make sure the renewal's going through and I want to make sure we'll get the new book that's coming out not the one that's currently there cuz our renewal is right on about this time before the new book is coming out. Well, he's keeping the ghostwriters busy, isn't he? He is. He is pumping these things out as fast as he humanly can. Mm-hmm. But there is yeah. a, a link on his main web page once you're logged in that says renew, I believe. Just one word, renew. Yep. And I'm like, okay, well, I want to renew, but I want to, you know, just I've clicked that button figuring it would take me to a page that's like, well, your account will expire on this date. And this is when mm-hmm. you're, you know, mm-hmm. everything's good through. And I hit the, on the main page, renew button. And it was kind of like, oh, okay, we renewed you. Your money's been taken. Your books will be in the mail. No. And I'm like, no. Why did you give them their credit card? Obviously, the credit card still on file was what was used. This is it. This I was not prompted for, okay, your renewal is this. I was expecting renew to take me to an informational page that showed me. Right. When my current subscription goes through and giving me yeah, the, there the should option. be some kind of a confirm. But this, see, this is a tactic a lot of less than scrupulous yes. websites use. Yes, and I am very pissed about this. Well, it is Irish. <laughs> well, there you go. But so here's the thing: I had not gone in and changed to the new book, so it had me down 
for mm. the current and we're on a plan where we actually get two free books and they're not really free you know i know you're paying for this service and part of that is you get the thing that they send you mm-hmm. but i wanted to, i'm like okay uh no how much that's, are you paying for this o'reilly character it is i think 100 bucks a year and they so give I'm paying you, more for tim pool yeah see you he is he irish no he's uh he's from chicago well that's yes, even, exactly that's he's big, from chicago he's not irish that's a bigger gangster than uh, uh-huh. uh there but so it, immediately when this happened and this was over the uh the holiday weekend of course like right at the start like on friday of last week mm-hmm. and i'm like well no i immediately email and say this is what happened to me your system sucks because it should never just say, okay, we've taken your money and processed this when somebody clicks right. a button on the main page. But I'm like, I do want to renew, but I just want to make sure that I get a copy of the new book and a copy of the new book on audio CD because they offer oh. that as well. Well, they probably already sent you the whole one. So, well, no, I got a response no? back that said, oh, do you want to cancel your membership? Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, then I responded to that with obviously you don't even read what people send in you know they base it strictly on what you click that you had a problem with renewals Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because i'm like that's not what i said i i specifically said i want to renew but i want to make sure i get the correct books and i got a response back with okay we understand you want to renew but you want the new book in book form and in Mm -hmm. audio cd form and i said yeah great and like three hours later i got a confirmation that the old books have been shipped and i'm like I'm like, well, they'll catch that. They really can't be that stupid. But no, they showed up at my mom's house yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So now they, I had to go back and email them again. And we'll, we'll, we'll send you a uh, sticker, you know, a a thing to put back on the book. So you can send them back on our dime Mm -hmm. and then we'll send you the right one. So we'll see what happens with Mm -hmm. this next step. I want to see how many more steps this is going to be before this actually has a, a good or a bad end to the whole thing but it's like this is horrible customer and it's funny because he bitches every now and then about companies that have done him wrong and how bad the customer service has been and it's like bill your people suck I yeah just of- as a uh a uh, to get ahead of everything um as you may be aware of i'm starting a prepping supply company yes which means you know that you have to have somebody in place and hopefully okay, so unlike bill's just, people the one thing that annoys me the most are the form emails coming back to you that you don't have any idea if they actually read and comprehended what you sent yeah so that's why i want to just make a quick announcement so anybody anybody that's going to be uh signing up during the beta here keep in mind that i am the tech support and i'm not very good at my job so and you're not very expect- friendly don't expect yeah yeah the default will be oh so you want to cancel right right so what if you send messages to support at the new website address which hasn't been announced yet uh keep in mind that uh i'm just as likely to block and kick you out as you are to cancel the membership it is support at the russian org. i think it is no 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 that that goes to uh somebody else oh okay yeah you have to There's when you have any kind of with business, those domains it's, when you do any kind of business that you have uh money being I should, involved i should literally just forward support to uh csb to poland 
Here you go. Thank you. Can you write an AI to to take mm-hmm. care of this? And you know what? Maybe that's what O'Reilly's thing is. Maybe it's an AI because it certainly it probably is. Comprehend. I'm sure it is. Yeah. <laughs> but you have to have a, you know some kind of support ready, and people get. And I think I'm better than most people because I have worked retail and I understand that things take time. I'm not one of these people that are like, if there was a problem with something that I'm going to send an email and complain and like 10 minutes later, I haven't gotten a response yet. Yeah. You know, I get it could take a day or two. And if it's not something that is immediate, then I'll, I usually will go with the email route rather than trying to go phone support or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But people are, uh, a little less understanding, I mean, especially the after the COVID thing. People seem to have gotten way crankier for some reason. Maybe being mm-hmm. locked down and not having sunlight. Not having sunlight makes a difference. It turns your skin white. Yeah, well, I've heard that. Yeah. I'm Irish, so I'm a very white to begin with. The sun is a big evil death ray. Just throwing well, luckily down Luckily, you don't cancer. have to worry about it in Ireland. That's true. Very little sunshine in Ireland. No. Lots of green, though. Yes. Of course, the only time I've spent in Ireland, which was like two weeks back in 09, mm-hmm. it was in the 80s, which was very weird. That is weird. When I was in Ireland, it was in the 70s. Which would be nice. Nice and cool. Little oh, I mean, the 1970s. The well, yeah, you're old. <laughs> very old. But it, but it was very pretty. And uh, I lived on. I think for for the first three or four days, we pretty much just lived on Murphy's. Stout. Yes. Gets you going. It's uh, chewable. You're either a Murphy's guy or a Guinness guy. Mm-hmm. I tried both. I kind of like Guinness, but yeah, it could just be in the DNA. It's kind of like the whiskey. I don't mind. I don't mind Guinness. I just got and I, I just when I first got there, I ordered Guinness, but then the people kind of chuckled and I realized that I'm ordering the wrong thing. Well, what was very weird was going into, I mean, there are a couple of different classifications like any city in uh, Ireland. We found that if you went into the touristy bars, of course, you know what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. But if you go into the not so touristy off the beaten path pub, people were drinking like Bud Light, which was very weird to me. It's like, why would you drink that? You have, mm-hmm. you have much better beer available here. Why do you right. Bud yeah. Light? I guess they're trying to lose weight. Maybe. Could be. Because I think that the uh, the Murphy's and the Guinness is about 400 calories per glass. It's like a meal, yeah. Yeah. That is the base you get before you start doing the hard, before you start the whiskey. <laughs> you need a good base. Uh-huh. Here in America, people are like, no, let's get a big plate of nachos or something. In Ireland, they're like, Let's throw back a couple Murphys or Guinness and then get to the whiskey. Mm-hmm. That way exactly. the base spreads it out. Yeah, it's a good time, though. I, I I wouldn't mind going back to Ireland after it becomes part of Russia. Well, that would be better than being part of the British colonies. Mm, well, I'm sure that I would agree with that. Yeah. Give Ireland back to the Irish. It was. A, it's a very weird thing. I mean, of course, when we were there. I saw some memes about. About, you know, Irish people asking whether the queen remembered to uh, give them their land back in her will. (laughs) That would be nice. Mm -hmm. When we went, the troubles were at a low point that, you know, there really was no 
going through checkpoints or anything to get from Northern Ireland to Ireland. So, I mean, it seemed like mm-hmm. a united country, although it was not, it is not. Yeah, it's been under occupation for hundreds of years. But nobody talks about that. Everybody wants to talk about. Ukraine. I do. I've talked about it four times on Sergene Speaks. It's a uh, it's a topic people should be talking about. What's going on mm-hmm. in Africa? People should be talking about, but nobody really seems mm-hmm. to. That's not making the nightly news. It's very interesting the narrative that's being pushed to you that with all of the crap going on in the world, this Trump stuff again taking front page news is laughable. The latest, yeah, of course, being oh no, there's more documents still. Yeah, I don't, I don't really pay attention to that. It's nuts. It's what you the focus is on when real bad stuff is going on, like yeah. all of your uh, freedoms being taken away, like you had in uh, in Texas there a little bit with the uh, your thermostat being taken over. Latest in Switzerland. Uh, Did yeah. you see Switzerland? No, what happened in Switzerland? Well, because of, you know, big bad Vlad. Of course, this is all Vlad's fault. This is all. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, naturally. Yeah. He runs be- Europe. Is yes. what I can tell. Yes. It's all because of the Russian. This is the energy crisis going on. If mm. you live in Switzerland and you overheat your homes this winter. Mm-hmm. And by overheating your home, they mean if you bring more than 70. 19 degrees celsius which is 66 degrees 66 yeah, yeah. fahrenheit yeah. if you heat your house in uh-huh. switzerland this winter to over 66 degrees fahrenheit 19 degrees celsius yeah you will face huge fines and up to three years in prison if caught well now is the prison heated <laughs> probably not at all <laughs> i don't know it's, I'm sure the pr- it's uh it's amazing i mean these are the people that Europeans elected. I I just have to look at it and shake my head and go, these are the true representatives of the will of the European people. And they want they want to be serfs again. Europe clearly has a very strong desire to devolve back to the Dark Ages. Because otherwise, why would they be electing politicians that will bring them to the Dark Ages? We're electing them in the United States, too. Well, we, we, yeah, that's a separate conversation. <laughs> yes. But, uh, but in Europe, I can't think of a single country, maybe other than, um, uh, uh, Serbia. Other than Serbia, I don't think there are any countries that are pushing back against this whole, like, we have to do whatever, whatever, anything, every, everything and anything. We'll do whatever it takes for the sake of Ukraine. When did Ukraine dominate and rule all of Europe to be able to force Europe to completely go back to the dark ages to get rid of their car uh, industries, to get rid of their food industries, to get rid of all their major exports in order to do what to make sure Zelensky has a uh, money enough to buy yet another house well, somewhere outside is, of Europe. Yeah. I don't think this is even anything to do with that. This I is mean, the will of the people. This is a, every single European uh, head of state is in line with this. So I can't imagine that the Europeans don't want this. I think this is exactly what Europeans want. Well, I think a they lot want do. the dark ages back and they want 
to be treated as serfs. Well, they're buying into this Green New Deal stuff, and that's where this is all based in. This is uh, has nothing to do with Ukraine or Russia. This is just the latest excuse to be like, oh, no, we need to manage our resources better. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting yeah. because this isn't just. But about- they also can't plant food. Well, that's true, too. There are anti-food laws coming in the books as well because you're creating too much, uh, you know, evil, evil gases like carbon dioxide, the very thing that plants utilize. But this is the way this is being put into into being. They're saying you can't heat your house over a certain temperature, which makes no sense. As uh, Mutter in the troll room pointed out, trollroom.io, when we do these shows live. Does that mean you can't burn anything? Well, that's a good question because that's, you're just- that's absolutely. And if you had, we had we literally had these laws on the books uh, in uh, in Romania uh, like a hundred years ago. So it's not about burning the fuel. It's not about burning the gas. It's about not letting the peasants take too much wood from the forest. Let them just sit and wear more clothes rather than uh, deforest the royal woods. I mean, this is literally it's a lie. The European mentality, they may pretend that they got rid of their monarchies across Europe, but all they did was create a new monarchy and they're happy to bend over and take a beating from those monarchs uh, and give their wives before marriage from an octave before, uh, you know, before they have a chance to actually have sex with their wife. This is this is a complete reversion of Europe back to the feudal ages. Well, it's insane. It is insane. Why it is absolutely point? insane. I mean, this is the this is coming here into the United States. You're seeing it. You saw it firsthand because you saw yeah. your electric company. I've been around long enough to see it happen on both continents yeah, multiple times. And gas. They're both doing the same thing. They're monitoring what you're using and they're like, hey, oh, yeah. get on our plan where we can we can regulate how much you use. You can't get off of it is the issue, too. It's uh, this is a like I already, uh, you know, sent in my notice to opt out of this government control of my thermostat and they're doing it again. Like they, once they, they have, once they know you have one of these thermostats, they just get in there and tweak it. Now, when will it be the point where you won't be able to go back to an old fashioned non Wi-Fi, non smart thermostat? Probably within a couple of years. I don't doubt that, that you will be mandated. If you want power to continue coming to your home, yeah. You have to have one of these thermostats that they can control. That they can control. Absolutely. Yeah. Which, as I po- think I pointed out last week, it's going to make those portable air conditioners very, very um, in demand. Those will be a- illegal soon. Oh, I think they will be. Yeah. The yeah. ones that you can just plug into a normal AC outlet. Yeah. Not without government control. Uh-huh. No, that's not good. Right. Because they want to be able to control what's going Can't on. Can't have that. And this is outside well, of I, that. Let- I want to go back to Europe, though. So, you know, the topic of I've seen this this title, this uh, caption drop quite often recently is that uh, Russia is blackmailing Europe through energy. Russia is using energy uh, in its war with Europe. Um, like, hold up. Was it not Europe that 
used sanctions, which is controlling trade and forbidding trade, like six months ago. Yeah. On thousands and thousands of different products. Was it not Europe that said that European companies need to leave Russia and not do business with them? Yeah. I mean, you can't even get Netflix in Russia. Well, I'm sure you can't get a lot of things, but Netflix isn't European, but you can't get most European things into Russia because Russia was sanctioned. And Russia didn't sanction back by cutting off gas immediately, which is something I probably would have done was if I was running the country. Well, you wait till the um, winter when they really need the gas. Oh, man, did you see that video? But Okay, so to finish the thought, the, the idea that you can't point a finger in Russia says Russia is using trade to blackmail Europe uh, on something Europe needs when Europe completely um, way ahead of time, six right. months ago, uh, decided to stop trade with Russia on literally everything. Right. That was except for playbook. the things that Europe wants. Right. That was their playbook. Their playbook was like, yeah, we'll tell you what we're going to sell and not sell and buy and not buy. And that means thousands of products are now gone. You can't trade them. Uh, oh, Russia can't get diapers. Too bad. Fuck Russia. Oh, but we want our energy. Oh, no, no, don't cut our gas off. That's that's we'll start a war if you cut our energy off. Fuck the EU. I mean, they had to see it. what was coming. No, they're idiots. They didn't see it coming. See, that's sad. Because I would think you would see that you're like, well, wow. Um, the EU is insignificant at this point. They're, they're going to be a barely agrarian dark ages economy within a year. Like, There's going to be no Mercedes, no BMW, no cars produced in Europe. They'll all be driving Chinese pieces of shit. Well, that is what everybody wants. And they should be electric well, vehicles. I'm getting and, on uh, board with that view. I think that is kind of what Europe deserves at this point. But it's hilarious if you're like, well, let's see, we're going to go after these people, but they provide the power we need to run our mm-hmm. daily lives. But, you know, we're going to go after them. Um, Then what? Yeah. Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. We're going to literally destroy our own countries and economies for the most corrupt country in Europe that we have no allegiance to. Huh. Well, is that are, is that just drunk behavior or coke behavior? What what is that behavior? When every European politician gets on board with destroying their own country and using as the rationale to do so uh to do what? To delay the uh ouster of the uh Ukrainian US installed faction president? Is that is that it why is, they're deciding to go back to the dark ages? Because it sure I'll, seems like it. No, I'll tell you what it is. It is to Europe. Putin derangement syndrome is just like Trump derangement syndrome here, which is there's no middle ground. There is no we still have to do business and there are still things that have to be done for the good of all. No, it is so bad. We have to just totally get rid of them no matter what. And I think this in the case of the power. As far as the actual uh, energy, mm-hmm. not the, you know, not the power yep. that the politicians have. But when it comes to the energy, this was a great excuse for these leftard idiots in Europe to move towards the utopia they want 
which is not using any of these kinds of energy not using any power at all just go back to windmills they want people to use less and less and less which is why you know it is slightly scary to me that every month the dark ages it's literally the dark ages well because you can't power your lights but i i've mentioned that before every month from comed our power supplier i get a little thing in the mail that's like here's what efficient people use here's what the average house uses and here's you asshole because i'm always Mm -hmm. pumping more wattage than anybody else but one, I don't leave the house to go to work. I'm in the house all day, so you will use more power. I mm-hmm. run multiple computers, which, you know, sadly use a lot of power. Mm-hmm. And uh, when the weather gets to be 80, 90, well, let's be honest, when it's 65 outside, I'm still pumping the air conditioning. Oh, you fucker. <laughs> so, I mean, I know I'm horrible. Okay, when it's 65, no. But once it's over mm-hmm. like 70, then the air conditioning's on. Yeah dude 75 is a cool day in texas so yeah well i'm sure it is but there's also one of these you know, uh-huh. and we've tested this out and i know i've got air purifiers in every room as well the mm-hmm. i mean my i don't really have issues much at all with yeah. the allergens the wife does and you'll notice even if it gets to be a cool day and you open up all the windows yeah that's great it's energy efficient but then all of a sudden yeah. her allergies kick in and no, it might be cheaper just to do a wife upgrade than to fix the allergies. <laughs> yeah, that's often the case. I think uh-huh. you found out. But it de- <laughs> depends on, uh, you know, it all depends, it does, on, the it depends on a few things. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There's a, there's a checklist sure. you need to follow and you probably yeah, need right, to order some supplies. Yeah, look, we're, we're not providing financial advice. Talk to an accountant or about marital advice. But if you need some prepping it's the supplies. Same thing. It's the same thing. <laughs> yeah, it is. Financial <laughs> advice and marital advice. Sometimes they are exactly the same advice. The end mm-hmm. result is the same. But if you live in Switzerland and you're listening to the show, just let me know how you feel about what's going on there. It's really sad because I just bought a Swiss gun and I, I suspect I will not be able to get any parts for it in the future because uh, Switzerland is going to go out of business, the whole country. They also have and this I thought was relatively non newsworthy because this I think is what it should be set to any way. But as part of this energy thing your hot water should no longer be heated to more than 60 degrees celsius which i think is what they recommend everywhere for that's just, not that cold right i mean that's a decent 60 celsius is <clears throat> that's like hot enough you don't want to keep your hands in there yes which is 140 degrees which i've looked this up before mm-hmm. um, with just because one you don't need super heated water going on if you want to be energy efficient and well, well and I, I as far as efficiency and i actually am supportive of these things is instant on water heaters yes on demand water heating yeah rather uh, than they having, cost more yes but they i mean i don't give a shit that they're better for the environment or whatever but what they do provide is a much better and consistent water temperature control because yes. the way a normal water here in the u.s at least works it has a, a 60 gallon tank or maybe even bigger. And then it turns on, heats all that water to 130, 140 degrees, whatever you have it set to. And then it turns off and it's insulated. So the water stays. It, it's like a refrigerator, right? It's not running all the time. Well, it's it's running. Thermos, right. It waits until the water cools off a little bit. Then it turns back on and heats it up again. Then it turns off again. And, uh, so what happens when you actually start using a lot of water, like you're doing laundry and you want to take a shower at the same time, you got dishwasher running and everything. Well, it drains that water 
relatively fast. And then that water is replaced by cold water, which then starts to get heated. But your temperature of the water is constantly decreasing as you're using the water with one of these water heaters. Correct. With a constant water heater, that temperature is the same. It's always heated to the same temperature. Yes. And I've been looking at this because uh, it's about that time we've been in this house now for like 14 or 15 years Mm -hmm. and the water heater has not been replaced. So I know it's time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That thing. When that blows, you're not going to enjoy it. No. Which is why it's would be a little bit proactive and get this thing done. And I was looking at those. The uh, the instantaneous ones are Mm -hmm. a, a much cooler way. Well, much hotter way to go, I would guess. Yeah. Now, there, there is one downside is if you're living in California or someplace where they do rolling blo- blackouts like yeah. Boston. And you know, hot time. shower if the power's out. Yeah, there's no <laughs> hot shower if the electricity goes out. That's that's the downside for sure. But you have to I mean, that was the one thing yeah. you see every now and then cases of legionnaires popping up. And a lot of times it's like people are mm-hmm. going crazy. And this is where the government's going, which is why I was kind of curious what this temperature was. And it makes sense that they're still allowing you to get up to 140 degrees because if you're down to like 120 legionnaires and other stuff can grow in the water. So you need it to be hot enough for that not to happen. Uh, but you know, if eventually a government will be like, Oh no, you really shouldn't heat your water over a hundred degrees. Cause why would you need that? And then people I will don't, die. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Why? What? Technically speaking, Nobody takes a shower at 140 degrees. No, you just need the water warm enough in the tank so yeah. it can't grow so the bad stuff. I remember when I was living in Costa Rica, the uh, there was instant on water heaters there. But boy, if you could get electrocuted every time you took a shower. <laughs> uh, yeah, because that's how they work. You just touch the wires and it was great. Pretty much. Pretty much. They They had a literally a visible gas. Uh, flame that was lit by an electrical spark that was at the top of the shower. So effectively they have, imagine a pipe that just has a little curly cue in it. And right next to the curly cue is another pipe that's coming in with gas from a propane tank. And then there's a bare electrical wire running to it. That's kind of what it looked like. And then you, you hit a button and the uh, you turn the knob on the gas, on the propane. It kicks in, uh, spark lights the, the flame. And then your water coming in, which is cold water. There's only cold water coming into the house. But that cold water right before the shower head is warmed slightly by the gas flame. So it's, it's on demand. <laughs> it's instant on. Uh-huh. But boy, it, you always felt like, man, I could get an electric jack from this shit. You got water, electricity, and propane all in one place. It is a great mixture. If one doesn't get you, the other will. Oh, something will get you free. You might, you might explode. <laughs> you might burn up. <laughs> but again, I mean, this is where you're going because once the government says you can't have hot showers, yeah. people are going to find a way to uh, to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Although. Three years in prison. Can you imagine being the first person that they showed up at your house and were like, oh, yeah. Did you have too much fire with the burning in the in the fireplace? Uh-huh. Oh, you yeah, turned That's a, a three-year term for you in prison? 
you turned up your thermostat instead of uh, 66 degrees Fahrenheit. You were up to 67. Oh, that's three years in prison. It's coming. Yeah. Yeah. It is coming and it has nothing to do the new world order. with energy being in short supply because that is German, something that can be fixed. Well, I should say English with a German accent is just screams uh, evil dictator, doesn't it? Well, it takes you back to the, uh, you know, the Hitler era. It takes you to, I mean, I always go right to either it's classic television. It's either Hogan's heroes mm-hmm. and Schultz and, uh, and Colonel Clink or nothing, or it is, uh, uh, get smart with, uh, the, the chaos guy, the, you know, the, the doctor from uh, love boat. Mm-hmm. And wow. Are we old? The doctor from love boat. <laughs> Yes, the love boat. Yeah, let's go back to the 60s and 70s television for references that nobody understands who's any younger than we are. But it was so much better television. Oh, my God. It really was. It was, It really was. Siegfried on Get Smart was a great character. He was a very good foil for Max. Well, the beauty of that, and I know this was idiotic comedy television, but when they ran into their known enemies they talked cordially you know I mean, yes that's because back in the day there was a certain respect among spies so this doesn't exist anymore no well it doesn't exist amongst a lot of people uh mm-hmm. because it is now seriously derangement it is the anger it's religion is what it is it didn't used to be religion right. it used to be politics now politics has become religion and this is this is a learning experience for me because as an atheist i've always sort of assumed that people would grow out of religion once you get some intellect going um but what i have to admit is that a forced lack of religion like a forced atheism if you will which is very much the case in europe there there's very little religion in europe there may be little pockets here and there in italy and ireland but for the most part europeans uh don't really practice uh religion the way it is in america and, but i think what happens is that that need for a religious a mystical kind of explanation of the world has existed in humans for literally thousands of years uh you know six thousand years which is the age of the earth apparently um and so there is a a deep psychological maybe i should do this in the german accent there is a deep psychological need you see in humans to have a religion i don't know but that that comes off more as dr ruth than anything maybe, else yeah. i think yeah, I, I'm uh, <laughs> expecting you to start telling us about dildos and uh, yeah, right. <laughs> I, I and just, for people that don't know, Doctor Ruth was a uh, AM talk radio sex therapist person. Uh, I think she was on some talk shows on TV as well, but she had a very much a German accent, and she was all about you know demystifying sex for people back in the eighties, maybe even the seventies. But yeah, the idea that what's happened, I think, in Europe, very much in the green movement, but in other aspects as well, is that uh, a lot of what really should be a purely political conversation uh, has turned into a religious battle. 
which brings in the if you're on the other side or if you don't agree with me, you're the enemy. Yeah. Rather than yeah. politically speaking, we can have differences and disagree about the approach to get to the place of betterment for for humanity. Right. So that's politics. Religion is uh, what you're doing is driven by pure evil and you need to die. Yes. That's, that's religion. This is how we had everything from the Spanish Inquisition to the uh, extermination of witches in Europe to literally every war in the Middle East really was a religious war. Well, this is why upon news that the Queen Mum had her impending death coming, mm-hmm. a professor from Carnegie Mellon named mm-hmm. Uju Anya said on twitter quote i heard the chief monarch of a thieving raping genocidal empire is finally dying may her pain mm-hmm. be excruciating yeah that that's a clear indication of a low iq person yes but again carnegie mellon professor well i mean it goes without saying yes. almost every professor has low iq uh, follow that up with quote that wretched woman and her bloodthirsty throne have fucked generations of my ancestors on both sides of the family and she's supervised well, then he government. ought to be related to her why is he complaining that's sponsored it's a woman that sponsored the why genocide compl- my why? i can't assume that survived. just because you say she's a woman doesn't mean she's a woman true you could be misgendering this agua duca or whatever the person's name is may she die in agony it's like this is yeah this is where we have gotten as a society it's this is stupidity. where politics is whatever you know well the, this, this reminds me of and i'm sure there's a bunch of examples of this but there was a video i saw a few years ago from the nhl mm-hmm. that the uh one of the guys was miked and so they're going for the face-off and the two guys opposite teams are standing next to each other mm-hmm. and the one looks over at the other one and he's kind of like yeah you want to go and the other guy's like, sure. And the other guy's like, well, good luck to you. And then they drop the puck and they, these two guys start fighting. Mm-hmm. But it's like, this, well, was, the, this was the beauty. That's like, what hockey is. Yes. yes. It's like, but would you, okay, would you like to fight? Yes, I would. Well, very good mm-hmm. luck to you, sir. Let's do it. And I'm assuming that mm-hmm. after the fight was over, they're like, good fight. And they go their separate <laughs> ways. But this yep. isn't the constant animosity that we have going on now. Yeah, it, there's uh, <clears throat> there's definitely going to be a fight. I mean, I I know that there's a drinking game with Tim Pool that every time he says the word revolution, you got to take a drink. <laughs> Is he calling for one now? Uh, no, he's been saying that we're on the on the one. brink or we're literally like in the middle of it uh, for a year now, and it, it's like he's become aware that he's become a meme for it. So. I think it's it's definitely the case, and it's it's mostly for the same reason is that uh, I think a lot of people, predominantly on the left, which is because they they tend to be the less religious of the two sides, uh, that they have now created or inherited or assumed or whatever this new religion, uh, this this religion of the anti-maga of the uh uh you know it's a combination of green new deal along with 
white guilt along with a bunch of other things that that are the holy books of this religion and it's a theocracy so the religion is very much ingrained in politics uh and some people will even say that it's not a religion but it, it is i mean if you look at the the way that a religion versus a political movement actually behaves what you do see is that it is very much a religion and uh antifa is uh, very much the um i guess depending on which side you look at it either the crusaders or the um the assassins guild of that religion the protectors of the faith they are they will show up and incidentally they're getting more and more armed as well uh antifa is showing up with <clears throat> a lot more guns now they're not throwing bricks anymore they're shooting bullets um whenever there's an event that they believe is uh you know a a holy event in their religion well, which could be like a uh, a a big uh kid friendly uh drag show for example that's a holy event in the religion of antifa um in that you know there there's a variety of events it's not just that obviously but but at this point this is you know these are people that are committed enough and willing enough to be martyrs and there really isn't anything like that on the other side, which is why the other side's losing. Right. Because it is a religion in the aspect, especially that they believe yep. in things that aren't proven. They believe a in religion theories. will, will beat out a political movement every single time. Uh, unless the political movement adopts some of the practices of the religious fanatics, right? It's the whole concept of emotional bias as opposed to, reasonable bias reason bias once you get some of these emotions you can get them to do a lot more there's only one thing you need with emotions there's only one thing that you need to get to and that is a willingness for the person to see the movement as having a greater value than them themselves individually and it's all that trump is bad and they keep trying to prove it. They never can, but it doesn't matter because it's not about proof. It's not about getting to the truth. It is not about finding actual evidence because that's yeah. It's in, about in, the show. In the, in the eyes of that religion of the leftist religion, uh, or cult, as some people call it, um, there's really no real difference between a cult and a religion. It, it's again, it's like who writes the history? The victor writes the history. Who gets to be a cult? Well, it's a minority religion. Who 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 used to be a cult? Christianity used to be a cult, uh, and then it grew enough and it got adopted by a Roman emperor, and it became a religion. So, religion cult. The only thing that's different is the size of it and the uh, how how big is it in relation to other religions or cults in the area. Uh, but what they're doing is uh, uh, working quite well. Is uh, they don't care about Trump. Trump is a useful example that they can utilize. Yeah, it's a rally to demonstrate point. why they're right. They're exactly it's a rallying point because all they have to say is, "Look at these crazy, insane conservatives. They know just as much as we do about all the evil things Trump has done, 
And yet they're still willing to put him up on the platform to, in their eyes, in the eyes of these lefties, the, in their religion, uh, you know, the conservatives wanting to run Trump again is kind of like them coming down from the mountain as Moses with the 10 commandments and the conservatives are wanting to still worship a bull. Well, the people on the it, left really believe in the guilty if you are accused rather than guilty, you know, you know, unless, unless you're black or right. gay or even better, both. Uh-huh. Because yeah. equity. Yeah, that's the only thing that makes sense. Uh, intersectionality, I think you meant. I think anybody that can look at what's going on in this country since Joe Biden took office and go, yeah, the Democrats are doing a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they're rational because I don't think they're looking at what's been going on. I mean, I think it's a, a very telling stat that the amount of migrants that have died trying to cross the border mm-hmm. this year, well over two times what it was when Trump left. Mm-hmm. But I don't, do you I'm have, not sure what that tells us, though. Well, what that tells us is that uh, these policies they don't care about the people coming in. Mm. Joe Biden doesn't care about the migrants coming in. I mean, they want to all point the finger at the Republican lawmakers in Texas that are sending these migrants to other cities and states and be like, oh, they're using yeah, them as that's, political that's a misstatement. They're not sending anybody. They're providing free transportation and asking people if they'd like to go somewhere. Yes. And do you know what they did once they got to Chicago? What? They sent them to a rich suburb. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Outside of Cook County. Oh, that's even better. So this bitch mayor, Mm -hmm. Larry Lightfoot, who complained that Texas wasn't talking to them. This was her biggest problem was that Texas didn't let her know they were coming. And there were aldermen. uh, There was one alderman, I should say, that uh, I saw. Now, why are they older men? Shouldn't they be older women? Maybe. But this was a guy. But, but he, does it matter? Still be called an older woman? I think they do call the older women older women, but mm-hmm. that's kind of beside the point. He's running against. And why are they her. older? Why don't they have younger women? It's older. A L. It's it's a different. But it word. means the same thing. It just means older. The uh, this guy said that they were told that these migrants were being bussed in, so it seems like Larry Lightfoot was lying. But do you think? You think Larry called Didn't the up? Supreme Court even tell us to start busing people from the South out to districts where they would be better intermingled with the white people in Chicago? Well, who really wants to go to Chicago? I don't know. That's a that's a questionable. Not choice. many. Apparently, they only sent two buses, whereas a lot of people want to go to New York. And that, right. And that was enough to freak out Larry. Now, do you think Lightfoot contacted the mayor of Burr Ridge, this suburb where they were sending these migrants and said they were doing it? No, no. Like asshole, hypocritical assholes, and it's like I. Well, you know that's who you all elected up there. I didn't because I don't live in Cook County or in Chicago. So quit saying you're in Chicago. Then I always say I'm just outside of Chirac, which we are. Uh, I could be there in like thirty five minutes. When's the last time you crossed the border in Chicago? Um, it would have been the last time I went to a White Sox game, which was like two years ago. Yeah, two years ago. And then did they now do you have to update your uh your visa with Chicago <laughs> to be no. able to cross over? No, you just have to buy more ammo. Oh, is that it? 
That's, that's, <laughs> that's how it works. You have that's, to drop the ammo off at, in, in the southeast suburbs. Right. Well, you, if I drop it off, you mean you just one bullet at a time. And <laughs> <laughs> that's, I mean, hey, that's how you fit in. Uh huh. But yeah. this, this is the lack of rationality that's going on. And so much for Chicago being a sanctuary city. Something tells me I shouldn't go back to Chicago. I have very fond memories of being in Chicago where yeah, you can walk now. on Wacker Drive. and Yeah, do yeah. not do it now. I mean, let's no. hope. I'm hoping at some point sanity will return. But I mean, I don't know if we're going to be alive. They to say see it's it. an 80-year cycle. Yeah, then we'll all be dead. Well, speak for yourself. By the time uh, this comes back around. Some of us planning to stick around for a while. But I thought that was hilarious that they took these migrants that came to Chicago and took them outside of the county. And I'm guessing the city of Chicago was the one that paid for the hotel they put them up in. Oh, I'm sure. But beyond that, I don't know how this is helping. And this is the problem. This is the biggest problem for everybody that wants to be like, ah, oh, you just hate brown people if you don't like immigration. It's like, no, I am being rational in saying, well, where are these people going to live? How are they going to be provided with food, shelter, and, you know, not. I don't being- understand why no one's sent them up to Canada yet we should just keep busing them further north further north yeah just drop them off at the border say here you go and then the, canada can just take them right all through alaska over into russia and everybody's happy then you know russia probably would take them because they they have a uh declining population so they could use more immigration well we know china's got a declining population so they're telling people to have more kids now which is interesting from the well they do but i think china will be okay even if half a billion people die as a side note of the Brittany Griner thing, which is still ongoing, there were people losing their minds on social media. I know that's not a surprise, but there's like 30 American women going to play in that league over in Russia for uh-huh. the basketball uh-huh. still. And people are like, oh, my They're God, probably not going to use use the list illegal drugs, though. Uh-huh. Well, that's, that's it. And that's it. They're like, why are you yeah. going on? You're just going to yeah. give Putin more political prisoners. And it's like, no, fucking morons. No. This one yeah. broke the law. Yeah. And yeah. people still can't comprehend that. It's like this woman, she may have been targeted for breaking the law because of who she See, is, but she broke the I, law. It, I really don't like this, this whole story of her getting, being in jail and everything with her name, because it means I can't wear my free Britney shirt out in public. <laughs> That's a different Britney, right? Yeah, because the Britney that I was supporting is now free, finally, after 20 years. But Oops, uh, she did this it other. Again. <laughs> but this other Britney, I am not supporting because, uh, you know, that dude got what he deserved. Well, when you break the law, and this shows you what this shows you more than anything else, her peers are continuing to go to that country to play basketball, which means they know she's full of shit that she well, did what better. she did. And well, the, of course this is why they go all of these fucking self-righteous people. Are like, I can't believe these women will go to Russia. It's like, they're making four times the salary they yeah. can make in the United States. Yeah. Cause they suck uh, in the U S because you know, here we have good basketball players that are eight feet tall. Uh, them you know, the men, tubes, the yeah. men, in Russia, like these women are the big athletes. So wait, uh, you know, now, is quote there, unquote women. I, I don't know that they test for sex in the women's basketball leagues there. Well, I'm curious. Do is there I'm sure I'm assuming there's also a male basketball league in Russia. Now, is the female basketball leagues more popular in Russia than the male leagues? No. No. 
but they're still making like way more money than they can here. So no, there's, no, no. Well, here's, there's more interest. So how is this happening in a country that is neither one is popular in Russia? How are they making? <laughs> what is? Why are they paying this money in Russia? I don't know where this idea that Russia isn't cap. Russia has been for decades more capitalist than the U.S. I see that's cap- not what the U.S. Hears. is way more socialist. Uh-huh. I, and I, I've talked about it. You do a little digging. It's not that hard to figure out. Look at the tax rates. Look at the businesses. Look at small business tax rates. Look at what it takes to get a small business loan in Russia. Once you start looking at it, you'd be sitting there going, God damn, if I want to start a new company, it's much easier to do it in Russia. Let's go to Russia. Is that, yeah, is except, that, except that, there's no flights. Well, that okay. Because well, well, the U.S. shut down all air travel to Russia. So you have to travel through a, a third-party country. There's only there's only a couple of third-party countries. You can travel through China. You can travel through Turkey. Well, I thought uh, SirJeansPrepper.com was based in Moscow. So how are you working that? <laughs> SirJeansPrepper.com? Yeah. Uh, no, no, it's it's not based in Moscow. No, I'm I'm dealing with the stupid American rules for setting up small business. No, oh, well, see, you should use your Russian citizenship to to base it in Russia. I don't have a Russian citizenship. It's just a big lie. Everybody keeps saying. I mean, well, okay, not everybody. Comic strip blogger keeps saying that. Uh, you know, you can if you have, and I know Ireland. There was something like this. If you're, if you could prove that your grandparents or one of your grandparents was from ireland potatoes country they would pretty much just give you a citizenship i mean that's and maybe there's your the european countries the same way it's pretty hard to get a russian citizenship actually so i mean uh it's 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 a easier thing to do for you know if you wanted to for irish it probably is easier for the irish yeah you know it's like that wouldn't be bad i mean uh you know if if they would ever got back to the you know britain you know given them the land back but uh yeah it's like it's an interesting thing when you look at this and go wait wait i don't people don't understand why are these women well i'm i'm working an angle i'm i'm trying to i'm I'm working with some folks that are trying to get alaska back to its rightful owner a lot of people in alaska are like we're what we're russian now uh always have been (laughs) would have to so they would just swap their american citizenship for uh for russian and my watch just told me it's about to install an update in five minutes. Interesting. Your watch is installing an update. Is it an Apple Watch? Mm-hmm. No. I know they just came out with some new ones, so there's updates. They did. Yeah, no, I've got a couple of Apple Watches I need to sell. Anybody want an Apple Watch to buy? I'll sell it to you cheap. Do they work? They no, it's a, it's a Garmin watch. Oh, nice. I mean, yeah. you need to try one of the Apple ones as well with the just that. Oh, you want to buy a used one for cheap so you could try it and see if you like it for cheap. Sure. I mean, if the price is right, if it's one that yeah. does the like a fib uh, monitoring and stuff, which I think any of the recent ones do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think mine do. You should have like yeah, a let's swap talk, mode on. Uh, let's sir. talk afterwards. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> if I if I uh, if I was less lazy, there's tons of stuff I have in my garage and elsewhere in the house that i just don't use that's still worth money well yeah like the first time that i think we spoke you were trying to sell microphones that were very expensive for like nothing yeah (laughs) yeah i was because i didn't use them and they were just collecting dust you buy a lot of stuff that you don't use i buy things that i test and i i realized that some people have made youtube channels out of that hobby yeah it was great back in the day yeah and i just never got around to doing that you're like, I could have done this. I could have been. Uh, 
And so I, I quite often, I will test. In fact, I will tell you that, uh, I am in the process of testing a few, uh, rifles right now. Oh, I saw the Adidas picture. That was cool. Was that not a coolest gun ever? That was definitely a Russian mobster rifle. Oh my God. That was awesome. Yeah. 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 Somebody posted it on no agenda social. It was basically an AK 47 with white hardware with the Adidas <laughs> logo on the stock. I mean, I'm like, dude, that totally matches my white Adidas tracksuit. You would have to go to the range and take like a video wearing that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wearing the tracksuit and <laughs> shooting the gun with the Adidas logo. And yeah, Do you have a matching a like white Range Rover you can go into. I have a white Grand Cherokee. I don't have a white Range Rover That's close enough. But of course, it's white. Yeah. With an Adidas logo in the back. Yeah. <laughs> as one would also have right well why would you not have an adidas logo on the back of your white vehicle and it was it was it adidas i think was the first company that or the one that rejected michael jordan i think was maybe adidas was it and yeah. then nike he ended up working out the deal with them with the nikes yeah, yeah. the slave labor chinese uh child labor slaves yeah. yeah the nba does not like to talk about all that stuff it's funny because the history of nike and i heard it from the horse's mouth from the guy that started it um, can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he gave a commencement speech at a graduation of one of my friends, and uh, he talked about starting Nike. And the whole idea of Nike was that he thought that Adidas track shoes were too expensive, and so he wanted to. He was a track guy, track and field runner, skinny dude. And he wanted to uh, not have to pay as much money for shoes because apparently when you're a track person, you go through shoes like you actually wear them out. So you need to buy more shoes on a regular basis. I don't know. So um, he decided that he could try and come up with a better design for the track shoes and get those done in Japan. And save a bunch of money, which took him a while, took him a few years, but and and some partners, but eventually he did do that. I, I can't remember. Is it Mike Knight or something? Is the guy's name? I can't remember his name off the top of my head. I'm sure. I'm sure somebody knows who the founder of Nike is. Well, I mean, I think it's probably pretty easy just to type in founder. Yeah, probably. I'm just too Nike. lazy to do Phil it. Knight. Phil Knight. Yeah, Phil Knight. So yeah, so I heard directly the story from Phil. And, um, you know, they started off by basically making cheap shoes using super cheap labor in Japan. And then, uh, they were doing contract manufacturing and then they had a partnership deal and I can't remember all the details, but long story short is, you know, those, his track connections from competing along with some, uh, help from partners along with basically getting the factory itself to invest the money in the production so that he didn't have to come up with the money. All of those things combined is how Nike became a whole brand and uh, grew from just creating track shoes to making all kinds of shoes, tennis shoes, uh, you know, wrestling shoes, basketball shoes. I'm sure they make cleats, all everything. Yeah. So and since it's it is, an interesting story, but it started a guy saying, I can't afford Adidas. Well, and now people are, is, 
the religion aspect of everything. There's a lot about the fact that he supports Republican candidates this Phil Knight, so he's evil, and you should all burn your Nikes. He is about as left of center as you can get. He is not a Republican. But obviously he's probably he gave money to work one Republican candidate. I'm, that would be that's exactly he probably gave money to some buddy of his who's known for fifty years uh-huh. who was running enough. for office and happened to be a Republican in fucking uh Oregon State. Right. Exactly. Which is about as lefty as you can get. So anybody that is right of socialist is gonna be a Republican there. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very it's, weird uh, world. It is it is nutty, and I mean, honestly, the only thing that Adidas did by pulling out of Russia is allow China factories to sell Adidas shoes directly to Russia and bypass Adidas Germany. It is insane. It's I mean, it's, it's really, like, it's doing okay, nothing. It's doing, okay, it's doing nothing. nothing. You know, people are still wearing Adidas tracksuits in Russia. It's, it's mind-boggling. But like all this stuff, it's not about what they tell you. This isn't about... Uh, Here's the here's my prediction for the equivalent of the Russian energy, the other shoe that's going to fall with China. The same countries that take for granted the fact they buy energy from Russia take for granted that all their manufacturing is done in China. Oh, yeah. And and boy, are we going to hear the same stories that when they decide to, uh, you know, to sanction China that they're going to be shocked that, well, wait, does that mean China is going to shut down factories that we own in China? They can't do that just because we're sanctioning them. That doesn't give them the right to no longer make products for our companies. See, you're insane. You, you're, you, can't, you can't expect to shut down trade unilaterally with somebody but keep the three or four products that you still want moving. When you don't ask them, hey, Russia, would you would you like us to pull out McDonald's out of your country or not? Is that something you guys want or not? Because if you don't want to, we'll keep them in there. But if you don't care, then we'll put them out and we'll put them on the sanctions list. And literally go down the list and ask that country, do you want these companies there or not? Because if you don't, we'll pull them out. If you want them, then don't worry. We'll leave them on the exemption list. That didn't happen, right? It's not going to happen with China either. Well, and this, this uh, China thing's going to come to a head sooner soon. rather than later. It is. It's going to. Well, it's definitely going to happen during Biden's term. That's for sure. Well, did you hear the latest from the, the Biden administration? There is now being talked about. It's going through Congress mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. a one billion dollar sale of arms mm-hmm. to Taiwan. Taiwan. Yeah. 60 well, anti-ship missiles, 100 air they're on a, missiles. They're, they're definitely on a roll to like sell all kinds of stuff from U.S. military manufacturing base to every country in the world that'll buy it. They're desperate because a lot of large countries like India, for example, uh, have canceled their orders with U.S. Uh, military manufacturers and, and then put in orders with Russian ones because they're not idiots. They're watching what's happening in Ukraine and they're like, we want these weapons, the ones that are winning, not the ones that are losing. Well, China has said if this billion dollar sale of arms to Taiwan goes through, they will do something. What mm-hmm. that is, we're not really sure. But yeah, is this really the fight you want to poke at this time? This goes right down the line of 
Pelosi going to Taiwan. Yeah, didn't uh, Clancy have a book called The Bear and the Dragon or something? He's got so many, it's hard to keep track. Uh, he does as well, and not necessarily all written by him either, but uh, uh, it, I vaguely recall something, a title like that, because, you know, obviously Russia's the bear and China's the dragon. But there's a... Uh, it, like, intelligent U.S. foreign strategy was to keep Russia and China antagonized against each other. That was the smart play. That's what they should have kept doing. Instead of making them play, be fast friends? The dumb play is to force them to become friends, whether they want to or not, because uh, the U.S. is putting pressure uh, through Europe on everybody to, you know, uh, to put them in the same kind of negative box. It, it is idiotic. And somebody actually calculated the percentage. So, you know, when, when Biden does his speeches about, you know, the, the world, the world is going to isolate Russia. Do you know what that world that he's talking about means? What that represents? To him, the EU. It is 18% of the earth. That is the percentage of the population that lives in countries that have uh, embargoes against Russia. 18%. That's the impact. That's what the U.S., the idiots in the U.S. that think that the world is the U.S. with this little sidekick called Europe. Well, if you uh, think this get is news going for to you. Start a the war? U.S. is tiny. I just don't it, understand it, this because uh, you see what's going on with the United States continuing to provide arms and money to Ukraine. It is basically mm-hmm. a war by proxy. We've talked about that. Yeah, absolutely. Providing a billion dollars to Taiwan is basically the USA to China. Come on, let's go to war. Yeah. But you know, the U S was at war with China in Vietnam. It hasn't been that long. It's been 50 years, right? 60 years, but the U S has been in the war with China. This has never been localized, though. But it's the same thing. It's oh, yeah. I mean, it was a it was a proxy war for China. China wasn't sending Chinese troops in. They only sent, you know, training personnel, kind of like U.S. is sending training personnel to Ukraine, not actual fighters. Quotes around all of that. But uh, but for the U.S., it was a real war because the U.S. Uh, was sending actual American troops to die in vietnam so you know it's uh i think if you if you want to look at it purely from the uh what's going to impact us the most or the least politically like if i was working in the biden white house and i'm gonna have to take a shower just after saying that (laughs) But let's say I was working there and you then the question came at the Biden White House in your white Adidas tracksuit. <laughs> Correct. In my white Adidas tracksuit. And, and if if I was with a white Adidas AK strap to my back. Yes. General. G. Um, yeah. Generalissimo. Come on, man. So. So if that was the case and somebody said, well, you know, we need to we, we've done the math and we think that. If we can get Russia into a multi-year war, they will go bankrupt and we will completely be able to take over them and put our own people in. 
So the real question is, how do we get them into a multi-year war? We tried this with Afghanistan. It didn't work. They pulled out. What do we do? How do we bankrupt these guys? Because we bankrupted the Soviet Union. They had to break up. So now we just have to bankrupt Russia and Russia will break up into little tiny chunks. And that's it. And then we'll dominate the world. So let's say this was a real conversation that I have at the recording of. So in that scenario, uh, the question then comes up, well, we can't be in war with Russia. That's not going to be very popular. People with all the, the media these days, it's going to be much worse than it was in Vietnam, where there was already too much television showing body bags coming back from across the ocean. We can't get into that situation again. It's going to be super unpopular if Americans are dying on the ground. And we've had some American deaths in Afghanistan and Iraq, but those numbers are tiny in comparison to the damage that we actually caused. There was over a million Iraqis that died in Iraq. There was under 10,000 American troops that died in Iraq. So the numbers are very disproportional. We need to keep it that way. Use of drones is good. But the problem is that you know, Russia isn't a bunch of goat herders that fuck sheep. So wait, they're not. We're gonna have to. <laughs> no, they're they're people that don't have toilets. Apparently. Oh, okay. Yeah, they had to come to Ukraine to steal the toilets. That's what I heard. And so, uh, what do we do? Well, we could do another proxy war. We created the Mujahideen. We just need to do that in Ukraine. Uh. Because, you know, what happened in Afghanistan when uh, when the Soviet Union was there is the Mujahideen was able to utilize weapons that were paid for by Americans to create enough, uh, civil, uh, enough losses for the Russian troops to make that an unpopular thing and therefore to um, uh, to be able to. Uh, uh, to have Russia pull out of Afghanistan, and then eventually we could go and take over Afghanistan yeah, ourselves. That worked. that worked out really well. But then, after twenty years, pull out and leave them everything—literally billions of dollars worth of equipment. Like that wasn't intentional. I mean, again, yeah. this to me is kind of like, oh, we're we're encouraging this war between Ukraine and Russia, and then we're going to force mm-hmm. Russia to turn off the energy just at the same time that we've been. These leftists, when I say we, have for the last 10, 20 years been trying to get everybody to use less energy because we're all going to die. Global warming, climate change. Yeah. This is why this is happening. It has nothing to do with I don't think it's about energy. Else. I don't think, I think the energy is just a means of getting compliance. I don't think energy is the ultimate goal. No, I, well, because see, no, now, there's, a, there's a difference. I think the people at the top know that, but I think a bunch of the, climate change nazis fully believe that that's the religion they fully believe that that's the religion exactly and they're the useful idiots just like the anti-trumpers are the useful idiots yep yep exactly and there's useful idiots on both sides frankly but they're more evident on the liberal side of it but you know if we're gonna do this it's better for long-term support of the u.s to only provide money and weapons and not prevent provide man on the ground because if we have Americans coming home in body bags from a conflict in Ukraine, that war is going to become very unpopular very fast. Yeah, but you don't need you don't need boots on the ground from the United States military. You don't. 
what yeah. you have though are plenty of people mm-hmm. who are mainly ex-military that are willing yeah. to go over there for a price they're the mercenaries exactly exactly which are still american yeah. troops basically but they're doing it well, for money rather than yeah under the flag of the United States there. And that's the key difference. They're not doing it under the flag of the United States. And that's, that's, I think a, the, the key thing that kind of isolates the U S what us? No, we're not involved. We're not doing it. Look, Hey, we're selling some weapons. They said they want to buy some. We said, Hey, we got them. If you want to buy them, we can sell them to you. Would you like fries with that? People, people, uh, you know, when we started, we gave some stuff to Ukraine, but, most of the uh the latest rounds for the last three months at least of u.s ukrainian military shipments have actually been on land lease which means that it's just deferred billing we've given ukraine a credit card with a hundred billion dollar credit line and an 18 percent interest rate and a direct line to some weapon suppliers well yeah of course but I mean, the point is the money that is being, uh, spent by the U S tax dollars isn't actually going to Ukraine. Most of it isn't some of it is some of it is that literally cash being flown on military planes to Ukraine to provide financial compensation for the continuance of the war. But most of it are checks being cut to U.S. military industrial complex. Now, let me ask you this, because this billion dollar arms deal with Taiwan, China promises if this happens and for all uh, that we can tell at this point, it is happening. They Mm -hmm. say there will be countermeasures. What happens when China decides to send a billion dollars worth of arms to, say, Cuba? It's not Cuba. It's Mexico. I've said this before. China is making fairly large inroads uh, in Mexico. Um, it, it's a very, I think America has a blind spot towards Mexico. But well, yeah, I think because it's they're a, just a bunch of dummies who want to come here. Yeah. They, the U.S., I mean, all these very uh, anti-racist white guilt liberals still basically see Mexicans as cheap laborers. That's that's the impression is Mexico exists to be able to have people come and pick up the fruit on California fruit farms. They, you know, everybody I know in Southern California has an illegal Mexican working as cleaning staff or babysitters or whatever. Um, You know, it's like literally people that are millionaires are still hiring Mexicans that are undocumented because they can save a few bucks. Right. And do not see the country as a danger well or as anything they don't really see mexico as much of anything other than tijuana like if you have an impression of what tijuana is as an american i think is how american politicians view the country of mexico probably about right it is right it's absolutely that's that's the impression they have they don't see it as a uh what used to be the largest empire in north america in in any of the americas for that matter you know, the Aztec and the Mayan empires were unparalleled in this hemisphere. Uh, they, they built buildings that were barely smaller than what the Egyptians did. They, they, they had a calendar that was more accurate than calendars used in the West. 
Do you believe uh, that they're close enough with China at this point that maybe China relocates some, uh, you know, missile sites to, to the border of Mexico? I think that that's a far-fetched probability, but it's certainly in the realm of possibility. What needs to happen first? There's a couple of things. A couple chips need to fall. Um, well, the first one is uh, there needs to be some event that is triggered that makes uh, America do something that Mexico really dislikes sending all the migrants back <laughs> that's not the event no i don't i, I don't think mexico would do that no but it, it's it'd be something trade related like all of a sudden biden's going to start taxing mexican trucks because they don't meet emission standards oh, or they're going to gonna be ban electric, there right? you go they'll ban all all mexican trucks because they don't meet u.s emissions if they're not electric you can't come the, across the exactly border. something like that that basically just punishes the whole country quote unquote unfairly when that happens the the mexican government and i know this is the other problem is a lot of my conservative friends so the liberals think of mexico as tijuana the conservatives think of mexico as juarez they think the entire country of mexico is just run by the cartel there is no real government there is no population there's no citizens everybody in mexico just works for a drug lord I don't think that's the case, but I believe the government is right up there being corrupt as Ukraine. It's no more corrupt than any European government. It's uh, it's probably less corrupt than Ukraine. I really think Mexico is less corrupt than Ukraine. Ukraine is unmatched for the history of that, the short history of that country. It has been unmatched in terms of uh, corruptions, in terms of whatever you want to get, you can get in Ukraine. You, you know, you want stem cells. They'll literally put kids in the blender for you. You want uh, hookers? How many uh, truckloads of those would you like? Wait, you get you hookers know, by the truckload in Ukraine? By the truckload in Ukraine. They, you literally, you could just, you buy them by the truckload. What I've country heard people told me. Do you think is the most corrupt? Boostagram with your choice right now. Yeah. Vote. Oh, it's clearly Ukraine. There's that's no, no question about it. No, no, but, it's gotta be a question. And there's certainly there's some corruption in Mexico, but there's also corruption in the U S hello. Who's our president? Jill Biden. Mm-hmm, exactly. So <laughs> Barack Obama in his third term. Well, so Barack Obama was leading the puppet government. Yeah. Which is why I still think it's the most reasonable choice that if that's the case, and I think it is, if they can't that find he should a, run uh, that well if you can't find a viable candidate mm-hmm. michelle would be still be the uh the obvious choice maybe too yeah, obvious. No, that would be a loss there's no way i mean there there's there's enough people that how dare you vote against a black woman you racist sexist pig yeah exactly so even with the fake votes i think it'd be really hard for them to pull off um i, I could tell you exactly how because women are competitive Oh, very. And the reason that Barack Obama won, first of all, he was running against a complete loser. But other Hillary than Clinton, that, you mean? Uh, no, no, on the Republican side. Um, but other than that, McCain. Yeah. Uh, He's a war other, hero, man. Other than that being the case, he won because he got the majority of the white female vote. I mean, let's all remember, though, because they all like the big black cock. You've got to point out, well, there's, there's an ISO. Let me, I've got to write this down. Uh, 
There we go. Um, let's remember that if it were not for what's his name, the other white guy that was involved, it was Hillary Romney. No, it was Hillary Obama in the primaries. Um, Hillary Obama and who was the uh, the third guy? Was it uh, um, on the Democrat side? Yeah, in the primary. The only reason the Obama Democrats, rose was because uh, there was uh, there was the third guy. Because otherwise, it would have been Hillary. I think in yeah. a landslide. Yeah, but the only reason Obama got through the primaries was because hillary you know it wasn't sanders um wow time flies when you're having does it matter what are you getting at what's your point well the the vote was otherwise obama never even gets to the point of being the candidate so i mean you want to say like obama was the most popular and yeah he got all those votes well he wasn't even that popular in the uh in in his own primary here's my point obama was more popular than hillary with the white female voters which incidentally is the largest single group in the U S of the population. White women are the largest group in the U S they were the problem. So, so if you can't have, if you can't have John a candidate John that Edwards. gets never even heard of him, <laughs> if you Where can't get you that vote, that's somewhere else. Wasn't, it like, wasn't he the one that his wife had cancer and he was cheating on her or something? No then, idea. Never heard of the guy. Yeah. So if you can't get the white female vote, it's going to be nearly impossible to win the election. And a woman has a much harder time getting the white female vote than the black man. And that's because women are competitive with other women. Women are more likely to vote for something that they can imagine than they are for something that they have a natural tendency to compete with. It's an interesting viewpoint. If you agree with Gene, let us know. If you disagree, Boostagram. Lots. <laughs> Lots. Boy, you're really pushing the Boostagrams. I finally figured out how to do those on uh, Podverse. Well, that's good. It's podcasting 2.0. Mm-hmm. It's the wave of the future. Yeah. Podverse is really getting all those features in that are making it very easy. Because you, when the show is running, I mean, I don't know if it's true for our show because I don't know anybody that subscribes to us. It pops, but, uh, it pops up. It pops up as a live thing. So you can click on the live button, go directly to the stream, and then you can send a boostergram right from the thing. How do you fund it's the very, wallet? Very is that, has that gotten any easier yet for any of these you, apps? Well, they, they have a funding wallet solution through a provider that you can, you know, send money to or send a uh, Bitcoin to. Um, so, I mean, there is a funding solution. I don't know. I just ran through it the other day. But there's only one. Like they, they have one provider that you got to use, but it's like, can you just put a credit card number in and that just converts it to crypto? No, 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 no. no. So it's not that easy yet. No, no. You want it to be nice and easy. You want to be able to go, here's my, or tie it to something like a PayPal account. The that- easiest way to do that is through the first app that was podcasting 2.0. Uh, what was it called? Um, well, is that Israeli one? Well, there's Breeze. There's yeah, Breeze. Um, it was Breeze. So Breeze makes it very easy to just put in a credit card and get Bitcoin and Sats right out of there. They take a big chunk, but they make it very easy. 
easy as what people want. And once you have the money in Breeze, then you can funnel it to other places as well. Yes, you can funnel. Well, it's very easy to move yeah. Satoshis around. So the fees I was that um, I was talking to somebody recently. Wow, somebody talked to you. That is a story. I know, right? <laughs> and uh, he was talking about you know wanting to buy bitcoin and because the when the economy crashes it's gonna be all on bitcoin well there are people that are thinking bitcoin is right about at the time to make another run and it looks like it's up today mm-hmm. there's a lot of people I, that think we've hit the bottom and it's about time to rally again yeah i don't know if we have so my bitcoin like i've always been a long hold on bitcoin uh i i buy bitcoin every month I don't care what the price is. I always buy some Bitcoin, but I'm also not planning on selling any Bitcoin for at least 10 years. So what happens in the short term, somewhat irrelevant or inconsequential for me. Yes, because Um, it's all a game of if it's going to work in the long term. Yeah, it's either going to be worth something good in the long run or it's not. And then it doesn't matter. What I'm not doing is doing Bitcoin day trading, which is, I think, what most people were planning on doing. Um, but also, we'll explain that concept because that is basically where well, you're well, buying. It's just you buy high and you sell low. Right. Riding, <laughs> That's reality. Riding the wave. And there are so many shit coins, as uh, CSB uh-huh, calls uh-huh. them. And some are. And he's absolutely right about that. CSB is always right. You, you can see, well, there's. Okay. Now, maybe that is the ISO that we need to. Uh, to have at the start of the show um you know the interesting thing is there are always coins and i look at this in uh in my coinbase app which i have like two dollars in because i've moved everything out of coinbase but it's still a good mm-hmm. app to see what's moving up and what's moving down and there's always some coin that i've never heard of that's up somewhere between 30 and 50 percent that day yeah and it's like if you were playing this as you know putting little bits of money into these things and letting him go up and pulling the money out. I, yeah, I think the lottery is a better investment. It probably is. And I've, I've seen stories of people that, you know, hey, I figured out how to beat the lottery by. Sp- yeah. And I just watched a video on that yesterday. Is uh, it by true? This, Do you believe by it? By the spiffing Brit. Yeah. He had a couple that he talked about that made 27 million off the lottery, which was very good by being consistent. Like they were, they were buying like $10,000 worth of tickets every time. And like, how often were they doing this? Every week. $10,000 every week. Yeah. And that first 10,000, what turned into what? Do you actually made money? 27 million. Oh. Yeah. For because how long they, did that there's take, a though? strategy and it only works in a few lotteries. Not, not like every lottery. Is it like scratchers? Are these more than no, the, uh, some lotteries had rules, which could be mathematically calculated to actually provide an edge to the player rather than the house. Which that's the problem with Vegas is everything is yeah. weighted towards the house. Except for poker. Yeah. Right. Because you're going head to head with somebody else. Yeah. I mean, there's a buy in and the house is basically paid for the salary of the person dealing. And maybe a little bit to the casino for the rental of the table. But basically, you're playing against other humans, not against the house. But uh, anyway, back to this thing. So 27 million over 10 year period, I believe they made. And it was all little small bits here and there. Um, there's also guys that were in MIT that set up a group that was making like uh, 
several million per lottery. So that yeah, you could absolutely do it, but it's not consistent. I mean, my buddies down in Costa Rica were making plenty of money with the Irish lottery. The Irish, sorry, the Irish sweepstakes. Ah, it's the sweepstakes. Ah, you get your yes. shillelagh, girl. I get your best shillelagh out. Yeah, yeah. It was run out of Costa Rica. Ah, yeah. Costa, you can't buy the Costa Ricans. No, you can't. <laughs> uh huh. So there, plenty of money to be made uh, if you have the edge. You well, see, if you have you money, that's the other. Well, thing. Well, you you need well. There's two things you need: you need money, money and edge. Yeah, yeah. And it's, there's still a good chance you're going to lose everything. But if I guess long term, like anything yeah. else, then you'll the numbers eventually pay off. Kind of like well, the, uh, if if there's yeah, they you're you're using the law of averages combined with uh, a poorly constructed lottery scheme. Sounds good to me. Mm-hmm. How do we do that? Anyway, um, boy, are we skipping topics around? That's for sure. So we were talking about Mexico and China. So if the U.S. does something that greatly offends Mexico, and China already has a lot of inroads in Mexico, they've been building a lot of the freeway systems down there. They're buying uh, some uh, raw materials wait, wait, so from the Mexico. Mexicans bring in Chinese people to build the highways. Yeah, because they get the best deals. Absolutely. They, they're not bringing Chinese people. Chinese construction companies are hiring Mexicans to build roads in Mexico. Gotcha. But yeah. why would you need a Chinese-based company then? Because they're willing to bid the construction of the road for less than other companies. Capitalism. A good deal. That's the problem with capitalism. That's right the there. problem with China is capitalism. That's exactly right. If China wasn't so goddamn capitalistic, Russia they wouldn't too. be a threat. Yeah. They wouldn't even be a threat. Don't they know socialism's the way to go? I know, right? I mean, the people confuse socialism with, um, uh, what's the word? Uh, dictatorship. Yes. Right. They're, they, people seem to forget that one isn't the other. They can both be true or only one of those can be true. And China, I think, is absolutely a dictatorship. But I don't think it's particularly communist and, and barely socialist. Well, no, their whole uh, bit is bringing in revenue by, I mean, everything's yeah. produced there for a reason. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the closest you get to socialism is that if you want to incorporate a company in China, the Chinese Communist Party has to be one of the stockholders. So every single company in China is owned partially by the Chinese uh government by the party but that has i think more to do with cronyism and dictatorship than it does with communism or socialism and they're all like bringing in the funds that's I like mean, that's that's literally what a mafia boss does is he wants you want a, a piece you want the of everything yeah of everything Oh, you want to open up a new store? Yeah, we'll take care of the security for that store. We're going to own 20% of it. Yeah, you're doing and do, business do in our little area? Yeah, we own a piece of that. Seems fair. So that's that's the way that China operates for every business in China. But people confuse this behavior for, all. Oh, well, that's, that's very socialist to them. No, it's not. Socialist would be to say you're not allowed to start a company in China because all companies are owned by the state. Right. Solely. By Th the that's state. what it was in the Soviet Union. There were no private companies 
operating out of Soviet Union, creating products, selling them everywhere. And then the, the Communist Party was getting a piece of that. That's no, why everybody because, loved getting their Adidas coming in. Because in socialism, there are no private companies. You have government-owned companies with a controlled economy. China is not a socialist country. China has utilized socialism, and it certainly was a lot more socialist in the past, but it has utilized socialism just as much as it has utilized capitalism and uh, free markets to its advantage. To, to whose advantage? To the advantage of the party members, the people that are in control of the country, a.k.a. the Chinese elite. Much like in the U.S., we have the elites like Hillary Clinton that have been, you know, in government-controlled positions, in positions of power, if you will, for decades. Just as you have a lot of these, well, or the Bush family <laughs> on the other side of the argument, people that have been in office and have, uh, even, even after the fact, enough clout to get the president's kid elected to be president later. You know, again, this this goes back to this idea of religion that I mentioned, that if you take and you remove a uh, an official sort of religion and people are treated more a-religiously, there's still a human need to have a religion, something that you have convictions for with no proof. And so something will replace that, much like with the left right now, uh, what what has happened is the it, it is the white guilt the uh, Antifa the BLM all of that has become the substitute religion. Well, even though for people it's, that it's, didn't have a different religion, it's crumbling in front of their eyes when you see these leaders like Patrice Cullors spending millions of dollars on property for herself. There was another one of the BLM leaders. I, I think that's a mistake. I think that's a mistake dollars in interpretation. Something. The Vatican has taken money for 2,000 years from poor people all over Europe and beyond Europe for the last 100 years, but mostly from Europe, in order to build lavish palaces, have the most uh, expensive artwork. I mean, the amount of sheer gold in the Vatican is mind-blowing. And all of that came about as a result of poor people uh, providing funding to the Catholic Church. This is, this is not a problem for the religious leaders to be living well, in fact, opulently. This is not something that is going to turn off supporters of BLM because. No, but it already is. Because these no, are the not. This is like random people involved. You're like, well, what? Where, where did my money go? They're not random people. They're the people that That's organized a, a the initial ten million bucks. Yeah, they're, they're people that organized the. Uh, you know, they they were able to jump on the bandwagon early enough to set themselves up. This always happens, and I I think it's a misnomer to think that we're going to expose the fact that uh, the head of the BLM lives in an opulent mansion. So what? So did the heads of everything, every, every well, because they president of a major corporation. That's the difference. They had zero money two years that, ago. They doesn't that just money demonstrate that was given to them okay, to help so, other people and then was not actually helping anybody except like one or two people. That is 
where the issue comes in. It's a little, it's a little it's bit. It's only different. an issue for people that don't actually contribute money to them. I, That's I, the problem. I disagree it's pe- with that. People that are, there are not BLM supporters to begin with think that, aha, we've exposed BLM and now no one's going to give them money. That's horseshit. I know nobody still that gonna gave get money to money. BLM is listening to this show unless it's a very exactly. big hate listen. But I would like to, I bet you there are people. Nobody would hate listen. I can't imagine somebody hate listening to a show. That's insane. <laughs> no, it's not. Say hi to comic strip blogger. He knows uh-huh. you're an evil Russian, but uh-huh. we have breaking news. We have Do breaking we news. Yes. The podcast movement. You remember the whole Ben Shapiro thing? Yeah. They, they are now apologizing to Ben Shapiro. They're doing a 180. They're not doing it one area. They're 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 giving lip service. That's a well, better descriptor. That is a difference. Yeah, they says in their statement, "quote We're continuing to evaluate our policies guiding social media and events with inclusivity, diversity, and respect for all." We have to start mm-hmm. by sincerely apologizing to Mr. Shapiro for our reaction when he visited a booth that we sold his company. That yeah, wasn't no right. shit. Uh huh. It's like you sold a booth to his company, but then you, I mean, these are the kind of morons that are in charge of this kind of stuff. Yeah, that is the kind of morons because it's a religion. Yes. What you had is an event that was started by a friend of Adam and mine, actually a guy I knew before this thing. And, um, uh, he sold it a few years ago and apparently the people he sold it to are, um, the religion of woke. They're of the religion of woke variety. And so, and there are plenty of people of that religion that are in business that have a lot of white guilt and are good at making money <laughs> and having the guilt uh, for making money. Uh, that's the thing. It's like, don't assume that every woke person is poor and is out of work. There's a shit ton of woke people that live and, and enjoy living in mansions in California. Well, they feel that like what they're doing is almost every Silicon Valley company is run by woke people. Well, it's like the assholes buying carbon credits and still continuing to fly on their private jets. Well, no, we, we bought the carbon credits, so we're good. Exactly. So they're good. They they have done their penance uh-huh. and you have not. You are the evil monster that is wrecking the earth. You hate Mother Earth. You're anti-green. They flying on their private jets. They have done the penance for what they're doing with those private jets. They you haven't good. done the penance for your air conditioner in your house. Multiple so air conditioners. You. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And soon they're going to try to turn it off because, oh, no. And they will, because power. as far as they're concerned, they, they've got the, uh, you know, the, they're good with their God. You're not good with their God. I'm just waiting for there to be a daily allotment of kilowatt hours that the average house can use. And you're going to, yeah, I mean, we're and I, I posted, I don't know if you saw some of the images, but I posted a bunch of dystopian movie images and said, we're almost here or we're already past this or whatever. A couple days ago on no agenda social, which by the way is open right now, I believe. So if you're not on no agenda social and you couldn't get on previously because it was full, you may have your last chance this year to get on. Because they recently did a sweep. Yes. Got rid of people that were not active and opened up those slots for other folks. So get on there. It's a way better place to be. Make sure you you follow uh, Sir Gene on there. That's not uh, your name. It's Jenin. 
Oh, it's John. I still have to. Re- I don't know who to read. Who's tech support? I need to reach out and have it changed. Ariner. Uh, he may be able to change that for you, but I have. Noticed. I think he's the only guy that can change it. Yeah, because he's the only guy that run- he's the dude. He's the dude he's with the, the keys. The guy, the guy that runs the whole thing. Now, I if he goes you. woke, this whole thing is just done. Yes. If, if he or if he sells this off to a woke company, then. Uh, yeah. And that might happen because this thing is worth a lot of money. Yes. I don't know if he realizes that. The, the eyeballs and the community. It's, yeah, it's probably one of the, well, it's for sure. It is absolutely the most active Mastodon link, uh, Mastodon community, whatever they're called, Mastodon server. thing outside of the manga porn community. <laughs> that Those guys are the most active people on Mastodon. There's nobody that's more active than people that like to draw Little cartoons of Japanese girls. Those people are in in a variety of clothed and unclothed variety of styles. But I could tell when they opened up the gates again and were letting people back in because all of a sudden there Mm -hmm. was a ton more people following me. And I was like, thank you, dude. I got a hundred people in one day. Woo. Yeah. Right. Well, until they listen to you and then they're like, well, no, we got to get out of here, man. This guy's I have zero attrition rate, (laughs) zero attrition rate. Nobody drops once they start following. Once you go gene, you never that go whole back. button is hidden. It's right. Exactly. Uh-huh. Once you're have, in, you're in. And we actually have a couple of people who have uh, donated for today's show. See, these are clearly not people listening to the show. Well, see, they are. Because first mm. is Josh Mandel. You've heard that name before. Uh yeah. What is that? Josh coming in with twelve dollars and thirty-four cents, one, two, three, four. And the note mm-hmm. he included was for unrelenting. Damn it, mm-hmm. Gene, take the money. That was the comment. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, listening, oh, just ignoring you and defying uh-huh. you. So thank yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand this these people like Josh and and CSB that just don't listen to what I'm saying when I say don't send the money. Just send the water in the blankets. I have planned. And of water. Uh, they they keep listening. Johnny Hipwell from Canada. I mean, Ooh. if you think America's in bad shape, that's true. Canada is in worse shape. Coming in with three thirty-three in honor of number mm-hmm. forty, unrelenting writers block. Oh, what an episode that was! And uh, that's it. This is a value for value show. Obviously, we're not putting that a lot of value a total out there. Value. Well, um, but I mean, I'd say two donations from the five people listening is not pretty, not bad at all. That is a very good percentage. Because according to the poll that was on the No Agenda Social, it sounded like. Uh, you were the that's least, all there was is about five five listeners to this show the least favorite co-host i've done a show with yeah exactly i don't know why i don't know why but yeah, unrelenting I, dot show slash donate if you want to take part in this value yeah. for value movement or get yourself a new podcast app at newpodcastapps.com and stream some satoshis help support the shows all the shows stream those bits stream those bites and i still think there's a little uh you know, a little problem with getting people quickly onto there. They want to be able to get something like a podcast app, just be able to throw a PayPal link into yeah. it or something or a credit card and then just have it work. And we're well, getting there, but it'll be a while. We're getting there, but there, the, the U S government has made it more difficult for people to do not just individual to individual transactions. Like if you want to run a, Something that has PayPal or not PayPal, but it has a uh, Bitcoin available to the general public. 
the amount of regulations now from the U.S. government is pretty huge to be able to do it. Yes, I've added because uh, they want to track everything. They they will re- literally require you as the provider of that service to have to require your customers to send in your photo ID held up in front of your face, much like you're appearing in a porn movie to verify your age. <laughs> right. Um, same kind of process. They want to know your social security number. They want to know all this information. And the first adopters, maybe this isn't always going to be the case, but the first adopters with Bitcoin were very much people that didn't want to share their social security number or the image of their driver's license. Right, they were more privacy oriented. Right. But that's not the point. The po- that there, If you want to be doing Bitcoin these days and you want to, you know, what you're describing, make it easy. Make it easy to be able to get Bitcoin and start sending Stoshis. Um, then privacy has to not be a major concern to you because Correct. all Bitcoin transactions are tracked. Correct. All this stuff is tracked. And sats, incidentally, Satoshis uh, on the Lightning Network are not, well, they, they may be tracked, but they're not particularly tracked. More importantly, they're not guaranteed because it's a beta platform. Right. Which you can you lose can subject to a full loss of money at any time if there's a hiccup on the network. Which is why I've been, uh, I just added Monero to uh, my portfolio here. So we can. You've add always had Monero. Well. What are you lying about? It's the first time somebody actually sent a donation in Monero, 33 bucks. Oh, they sent a- the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause you, you've been doing Monero though forever. You've talked no, about it years ago. Cardano. That was Cardano. Oh, God damn it. You're right. It's, they see, all sound alike. Well, see, but Cardano is also all tracked where Monero isn't. That's the one that is the, uh, the latest i remember a couple of years ago when my other show started grumpy old bens i was like oh, why, yeah. why are all these people that are doing the malware and all of this you know hijacking mm-hmm. and they're, they're asking for the ransom in mm-hmm. bitcoin in like, why aren't oh, they using bitcoin. monero yeah. that's the non-trackable right. crypto and now that's what they're using uh, yeah there's i found in because i've been buying a few guns lately uh in anticipation of starting the new prepping website are you selling um, guns or is this just you think people are going to come after you? No, 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 no. It's not a, it's neither. It's I'm going to do reviews. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. That's why I told you I'm going to do reviews and I'm, I'm buying stuff just to test, not necessarily to keep. Nice. Are you getting Brushwoods yeah. guys to do some filming for you? You could do a whole video thing. I could do a whole video. Yeah, exactly. Just pay those guys in a little bit of Kool-Aid or something. They look like they need some cash. Do they? I, there hasn't there hasn't been a whole lot of modern rogues lately. I haven't seen any, so I don't know if they're if they're full on in production of the new audiobook type thing series he's doing. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing. I don't know. I haven't talked to him. I need, I, I should probably drop him a note, see what he's up to. But I don't know. Last time, like I said, I, I think I think when I had him on as a guest on the on Sergene Speaks about a year ago, and he was still wearing a mask. Boy, did I lay into him <laughs> and make fun of the whole mask wearing and talk to him about. Was he wearing the mask during the show? Yeah, he was wearing the mask during the recording of the show. That doesn't sound good. Or is it video? Did you do video for that? Or just well, it was it was a podcast on my end, but we we were on a video thing with each other, so I could make fun of him. And he was wearing the mask. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, to eat your own. It's a religion. People believe this. It is a religion, and uh, here's the thing. I require a tremendous amount of documented scientific evidence to believe something. Yes, as it should be. Most people do not. 
Most people are going to go with an expert opinion. That's why Fauci was utilized because he was presented as, well, this is the guy that oversaw AIDS. He's got to know what he's doing. He's the expert. So trust him. I don't, I don't do that. I do my own fucking research. I, I read the actual source material and the, what I read very early on, in fact, uh, in the, I think it was in March of 2019, it was before there was any pandemic requirements on anything. It was when it was still kind of like, oh, what's this new thing happening? I'd read a, a, a research paper from the University of Minnesota, my alma mater, that said that uh, they did a test in 2018, I believe, testing a variety of materials for permeability and specifically looking at viral load. Like, how, how much uh, do these different materials prevent the transmissibility of viral particles versus bacteria, which are much bigger, or, uh, you know, different uh, particulates, like uh, smog or something. And what they found, what their findings found, was the only thing that was worthwhile, the only thing, and it was still only about 90% effective, which means 10% passed through, was an N95 mask. Masks rated at N95, in their tests, tended to be right around 90% efficient. If they were worn correctly. Yes, yes. If they were worn, but they did a good job of making sure that everything was as tight as possible for their testing. Uh, Surgical mask at about a 12% efficacy. Uh, Better than a surgical mask, was putting a towel around your your mouth parts. Well, right, because you're getting less air in. You're, it has a much bigger surface area to collect particulates and stick to the outside surface. So breathing through a towel is better than breathing through a surgical mask. Yes, because you're getting less air. And that's a properly worn surgical mask, not the way most people wore it, which down was below the, the nose. nose. Yeah, or down their chin. Uh, <laughs> I'm just like, come on, what the fuck? And and this was all done before COVID was ever a twinkle in anybody's eyes. This was purely a, um, uh, you know, a, a study that was done. Yeah, I don't know who paid for it, but somebody at the university was clearly wanting to right, test Because the there's stuff. no difference between COVID-19 and any other virus. They spread no, in the same way. Exactly. Exactly. It's not, a, it's not even the smallest virus by any stretch. There are much smaller viruses that are out there. Uh, so, you know, it, it, there's a, when you have studies that show that wearing anything outside of an N95 is in the margin of error in it's negligible in the prevention, uh, of the spread, because even, even the N95s, I'm not talking about KN95s, that's, that's different standard, but N95s, um, even those were 10% permeable, which means you have a, a one in 10 chance of uh, still getting infected when you're wearing that mask properly. Yeah, but it's a lot better than not wearing anything. I'll give you that, but not perfect. Yeah, it is. But most of the masks. Yeah, the surgical masks. They were, they were useless. I mean, surgical cloth masks, which became super popular in the first few months of COVID where everybody just decided Hey, we can, we can print shit on t-shirt material and call it a mask. Right. And make a lot of money and make a lot of money. Cause people want something that has stuff printed on the outside. I think people um, are turning against the vaccines. Rightfully so. Yeah. 
And I do find it interesting. Finally, in media coverage, I am seeing a separation of the mRNA vaccine talk as opposed to lumping them in with the J&J and the whatever Noravax. There's a few other that aren't mRNA. And it seems like the mRNA ones are the ones that have caused the most problems with, especially yeah. younger people like, wow, you're way more likely for that vaccine to cause a problem than it is protecting you. So it's going to be interesting seeing where all this data now that we're getting more and more and we're seeing a lot of these mm-hmm. things people believed being debunked. It should make for some uh, for some interesting uh, arguing. Because people are treating it like a religion, man. Those people getting those no, masks totally, off those people. Totally. Oh, yeah. It's going to be tough. Well, there's there's still people walking around wearing uh, non N95 masks and thinking that they're safe. Yeah, they feel good about it. Yeah. Yeah. And there's still people getting vaccines like the third, fourth, fifth ones. Just in case. Right. In case and all, the, all they're doing is wrecking their own uh, health at this point. It's like, that's it. And when people have had the virus and then continue to go back, it's like, I don't understand. This is the whole point of, and there was a whole thing out of, uh, um, we could probably talk about it next week because this was brand new that some uh, university doctors in Tel Aviv have found two new antibodies that seems to be very effective, like 95% efficacy on all of the strains. Mm-hmm. It's a they're somehow doing something differently to the receptors or whatever it is. I didn't quite grasp the whole thing yet, but it's different than the antibodies that were around mm-hmm. like when you had it. And they're saying, well, this could just totally make vaccines not needed, that this just treat people with this if they need it. It's a much better route to go. And uh, because, yeah, because then you can avoid the heart issues, the right. the the sexual issues, especially with women where the uh the vaccines actually damage your reproductive abilities yeah this makes much more sense and for people that have had the virus most likely you already have a decent amount of resistance that mean okay maybe you get a cold the next time Mm -hmm. this is all stuff we need to follow through on and we'll see that medical science go was uh either flat out lying or people were in such a panic just remember it wasn't that long ago in the grand scheme of things that doctors, medical professionals were prescribing leeches. This is true. If you didn't want to get leech treatment, then you were going against the science. Yeah. When did you get your last leech treatment? Uh, about 12 years ago. 